welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. How we doing today, guys? Good. We're doing. We're doing the thing, and we're doing it with the animation. <laughs> yes. Okay. After that conversation okay, no, we just gonna, had, we're gonna, yes. We're going to leave that right. <laughs> Ed, what are we talking about today, buddy? Today we are discussing the events of Star Wars Visions Season 2, Episode 4, I Am Your Mother. Oh, are you my mother? It was an episode. I, on first <laughs> glance, I didn't think I'd enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It was pretty <laughs> I good. Did. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about what happened. And honestly, if we've seen any Easter eggs in it, which there kind of are. Well, there's at a least lot. to me, there were. There's mm. a lot. So There's one that's still bugging me. Oh, yeah. I think I know which one. <laughs> We'll Maybe. definitely get into all of this in a second, but we want to let you know that you can contact us if you are enjoying Visions, if you are enjoying any Star Wars content right now, if you've seen something interesting and want to let us know, we'd be happy to hear it. We'd ha- be happy to share stories with you. Please get in contact with us. There's many ways to do so, and Noma's going to let you know how. Absolutely. Uh, so one of the easiest is our website. That is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got our email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and it's very much appreciated. You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars on a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, now, on top of that, because it's slowly but surely starting to get a little bit more active, uh, we are also doing Twitch uh, minimum right now, twice a week. That is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, if you are interested in joining us there right now, we have Tuesdays at 10 p.m. EST. It is myself and my VTuber friend, Roomba friend, and we are doing a co-op Project Zomboid playthrough. Uh, it's a lot of fun if you want to see me and him dying all over and over and over again. Uh, come down and check it out. I think we are currently at two deaths for myself and 15 for Roomba. So, <laughs> oh my uh, you God. know, it's a little unbalanced, but one of us has 100 hours in the game and the other got it just for the stream. So it's, there you it's go. Got to learn somehow. Exactly. And then on Fridays, uh, we are currently, the schedule for that is that at 6 p.m., uh, I am doing, eh, it's a little bit, you know, 6 to 6.30-ish. I am streaming uh, Arma Arma 3 gameplay uh, with a group that I have joined and I'm having a great time with. That is the Star Wars 91st Mobile Reconnaissance Corps. Uh, so it's Star Wars Arma. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's a couple of clips on our Twitch page if you want to see what that's like and watching a bunch of people die, uh, maybe myself included, once or twice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um and we're going to keep trying to do that and then transitioning from there to uh, Star Wars E gameplay. I say Star Wars E because uh, day of the recording, the day before this, uh, we I was doing Digimon Cyber Sleuth, which is not really a Star Wars game, but you know, a, not at all. There's no, there's no connection. Digital, Absolutely there's no not. Connection. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so just all kinds of whatever. If we can get Jedi Survivor to start working again, then we'll switch over to that. 
Um, and then maybe occasionally on Saturdays, I might also be doing uh, Arma streams, depending on whether or not I'm free for that. Nice. Uh, that will also be at 6 p.m. EST, if that's the case. But uh, yeah, we'd love to have you come down and join us. Uh, our follower base is slowly but steadily growing. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun hanging out with people and uh, just shooting the shit, as yeah. it were. And thank you to the people that came out last night to uh, watch mm. Digimon and talk, talk shop about Digimon. That was fun. Yeah, and uh, explain to me how many royal knights there are. There are so many more than I thought there were. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you guys. Before we get into this episode, here's your spoiler warning. If you've not seen I Am Your Mother on Disney+, Plus or however else you found how to get it, even though it's not available anywhere else, um, <laughs> please go watch it now, and then come back, because it's only about a 13-minute episode or so, and uh, that's with including the, um, the credits, so it's even less. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun little episode. It definitely reminded me of uh, something we were talking about last episode, the studio that we we're talking about. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's get into it. It's it's almost like it reminded you of it because it's the same studio. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah, with that being said, let's get into this. It's a cadet and parent competition amongst our most promising pilots. So, cadets, tell your parents. This is Vision Season 2, Episode 4, I Am Your Mother. Uh, the animation studio is Ardman, who are most well-known for Wallace and Gromit. This uh, makes so much sense now. That. Yeah, mm -hmm. you didn't as, notice it right away. As as I, I was talking. like, they must have gotten huge inspiration from that show. And then <laughs> I didn't look it up. I didn't look up the studio until just before the recording. And I'm like, man, it looks so much like it. Very much similar. As, as soon as Wedge started talking, it yeah, was like, yeah. this is Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. Like, that was all it for me. I didn't realize it was Wedge until he said his name. And oh, then, no, yeah, immediately I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. He loves wearing that flight suit, man. Yeah, Anytime. it's great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'll talk a little bit about the studio later on. But uh, so far, they're definitely our most, uh, out of all of these episodes, they are the most well-known studio uh, so far. Uh, but yeah, the writers for this episode are Magdalena Osiniska, Holly Walsh, and Barunka O'Shaughnessy. Uh, the director is also Magdalena Osiniska. And the music is by Jean-Marc uh, Petas. As always, if I've mispronounced or butchered anybody's name, I do apologize for that. Uh, but without any further ado, let's get into the synopsis, which is quite quick. Uh, so this is either post-Empire or alternate universe. Um, but it starts off with Wedge giving this big announcement uh, about how there's this uh, Family Day uh, Rebel Academy, well, yeah, Rebel Academy race that's going on. Uh, the <laughs> transmission gets interrupted as a Jawa fucking jacks with, like the transceiver and then runs off with it. But from there, we see uh, this rundown. It looks like a house turns out to be a ship later on, uh, where we get to meet our uh, our main characters, uh, and that is uh, I don't know what her full, I don't know if she has a full name, but it's Annie. If you go to cast, uh, you'll see it. Oh, okay it's a big one <laughs> aniso kalini okay interesting um annie a uh twi'lek uh girl who is going to the academy uh and her mom kalina it's a pretty um classic setup right you know she's growing up she's kind of in that like slightly rebellious phase the mom's very doting and obviously embarrasses her especially since they live in a ship uh that is pretty junky 
Um, so the basic premise of it is that, you know, she wants to be a pilot. She's training for it, but she doesn't want to do this family day race because uh, she, she's embarrassed by uh, her living situation and her mom and uh, their droid Z1, who is this like dying, slinky astromech dog. Um, it was adorable. What I thought it was cute. Oh, no, it Z, is. Z1, I in think the, in the beginning, it is like it is in a rough state. Yeah. Um, we get a nice little flashback with it because uh, her mom's fixing it up. When she gets it fixed up, uh, it plays some footage of Annie as a kid and her and her mom doing this like red one, red le or red two, red leader, like imagination stuff. But she is teaching her how to fly during it. So uh, basically from there, she kind of embarrassed by her mom, goes off to school uh, well, Academy and forgets her lunch, which then sets up something later on. Um, while they're there, we kind of meet her friends, which is, I don't know what the alien race was supposed to be. It, it, it Yeah, I don't know. It's like some blue lump with eyes uh, and arms and legs. And the Wookiee um, basically saying like, oh, I can't believe that you're, uh, you're not competing. You know, this is a chance to show the strangely imperial rebel pilot uh who's clearly the stuck up posh british uh girl it's so good uh, coruscanti yeah yeah 100 percent like yeah coruscanti drum and cos um but yeah and so so i don't know if we actually hear her full name i, I we probably do during the race but it's, it's very hard to hear axel or something like yeah, that and, uh I, I don't know which of the cast member or which of the characters she actually is off the characters page. But I, think I think it's, it's Dorota. Dorota Van Riepel. Yeah. Van Winkle or Van. Wien yeah. Something yeah. Like so then it's just it's so posh and British. And it's like okay. Oh no, so it's, doing, it's, doing it's uh, Julian Van Riepel. That's the, the oh Julian. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah, they they go for uh to start up the race, and he's not doing it because you know she doesn't want to be embarrassed. Um. This is the part that really bugged me. So we have a bunch of original. We have three original ships, although one of them looks. Uh, like pa uh, Padme's Episode One cruiser, but black and red, which is the Van Riepel ship. Um, and then next to it, we've got just straight up the Mantis. Yeah, the it's Mantis, like a mini yeah. Mantis. Yeah. yeah, they didn't even try to hide no. it. Yeah, I love it. it. it literally, it's someone was like, "I just, I just want to build a like, I built a Mantis. Cool, we can use that." Yeah, that, I love the Mantis. Though. <laughs> then, it was cool to see. Yeah, and then behind it to the left, there's Padme's ship from Episode Two. You can just barely, barely see it, but it's silver and it's got oh, very long wings. Um, and then the one that's bugging me is the one on the back right. I recognize it, but I could not for the life of me figure out what it was. It's got these two long wings and this like, it almost looks like a tugboat, like cabin. And I know it's from Legends and I can't, I, I have no idea what the ship name is. Wait, and what, I is even what part is this in the episode? I couldn't, uh, it's when they're doing the lineup for the race. Oh, okay. Like I literally, it, I looked at it and I was like, I know you exist. I know you're a real ship. I cannot remember what it's called though. And it was bugging me so much. Um, but that aside, uh, they, they're about to start the race and then a, <laughs> a bra falls out of the sky and lands on the droid that's doing the race thing because uh, the mom's here. Uh, and I guess she just didn't put her laundry away when she started flying the ship house. Yeah. It uh, didn't give land. you fast and furious vibes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. No, <laughs> just in like the reverse way right <laughs> um but yeah so the the house thing lands um and he's obviously embarrassed she wants her mom to leave and and all that stuff and then uh her mom gets uh very annoyed when when the posh mom um starts like slagging on them as they would say in the uk um so through a bunch of things annie basically accidentally says she's embarrassed by her life um 
and through there it then leads to the beginning of this race where they're they're starting to to do this race as you know the kind of processing the the you know i don't want to hurt my mom but i'm embarrassed by how we live um while that's happening the van reeples like slam into their ship it goes through one of the wedge antilles signboards i also forgot we got a, a bit that i actually almost uh, choked on my water while i was watching where uh while wedge is like hyping up the family race he also says uh stop by the main the main hangar to check out my merch and then there is an alien trying to pose a yeah. wedge into his hologram and falls through it yeah. and i was oh man british humor yeah it's just it's 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 a weak point for me i like the dry humor is everything yeah I love exactly. it. 90 percent of the time I'll, I'll just like die i mean i grew up with monty python it, it should be expected yeah but, very yeah. much similar uh, to that yeah 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 um but yeah so so while they're going through this like electrical uh tunnel um z1 basically is is hanging on for dear life on the outside of the ship so uh annie's mom goes out to to rescue the droid and says like annie you fly and she's like i can't and her mom says yes you can uh you're you're a pilot and you're my daughter and so with the power of of positive family interactions uh yeah they're able to to get out and uh the next part that fucking killed me is that just in case the Van Reeples weren't evil enough, they pull out their secret weapon yeah, and it's tiny Death Star yeah. turret. <laughs> and it it's so good. And it, sh- it shoots the mantis shoots wing. The mantis. And it's, yeah, 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 and it just fucking spirals away. Yeah. Gyro goes out of whack and they're gone. Yeah, that was so there, funny. There, there's great little gags too during the race on like why the other pilots are, are like getting disqualified. The the uh, one friend like starts cheering and just rips the control stick out of the ship and then yeah. that spirals away. And then the Wookiee friend yeah. somehow they let the baby start driving and yeah. then that fucking takes them out. Um, there is also a hilarious little bit as well where the the blue aliens are like making fun of the Wookiee baby. Yeah, and it's got a, a little plush toy. Yeah, and it just rips the arms right off. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, yeah, staring them down. Yeah. Dude, just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, like, oh, fuck. they close the cockpit and you hear the beep beep as they lock it <laughs> it's just, oh, so good um <laughs> but yeah so uh like i said through the power of a wholesome family they're able to defeat the van reeples um there was another gag where i thought i knew where it was going and then i again it just made me laugh where uh you know the the uh the posh girl starts complaining like it's not fair it's not she doesn't get to finish the sentence because the airbag goes off and yep. cuts her off it's just like oh god so she slams on the stairs yeah, yeah. and <laughs> just immediately goes off it's so good it was very very um, good yeah so so they land and uh you know they have the wholesome family moment where uh and i i, I really do like the last line where um she's like you know I, I love you mom uh even if you do embarrass me sometimes and her mom goes yeah of course i embarrass you i'm your mom yeah, yeah. it's just it's just that wholesome moment with them and z1 and fireworks going off in the background and that's basically it honestly like it's it's pretty short um and what i thought was interesting was that the last two episodes we'd all thought just based off the animation style and the setup that it was going to be very wholesome and uh, kitty the whole way through and it turned out not to be you know it's not like it went straight into like darkness but they, there were dark undertones but this one uh is one where it is slapstick it starts off it starts off kitty and wholesome and just stays kitty and wholesome and then yeah like nice british comedy and slapstick uh, tied into that uh speaking of which i will now as well just slide straight into uh studio it's not even studio Ardman uh because maybe i'm wrong but my understanding is that because they are so well established they actually became a studio before putting studio in your name was kind of the practice for animation studios uh. um 
Yeah, so Artman has been around for a long time. I think since at least the early 2000s, maybe even the 90s. Um, there's a lot of movies that they've done. There's a lot of shows. Most people will probably at, at least know one of them. You know, Wallace and Gromit, Flushed Away, The Pirates, Chicken Run, uh, Timmy Time, uh, Early Man. Let me look at their site real quick to see if I'm missing anything. Um, there's a couple. Oh, yeah. yeah, Shaun the Sheep, which uh, I haven't seen, but yeah um yeah lloyd of the flies like uh, flushed away and, yeah, yeah i mentioned flushed away oh, did, okay, but, sorry. yeah sean the Sh- they all look the same like mm-hmm. i remember sean the sheep and wallace and gromit the most oh yeah wallace like, and gromit is like yeah. we we talked about that immediately last time right yeah oh yeah so I, I started dying when this one came up i was like we were legit just talking about this yeah right? exactly. talking about how how the faces were weird and everything with us with the mouths bigger than the heads yeah. so as soon as he started talking i was just like oh, Yo, there it is. Love this. <laughs> um but yeah th- this is it's also very interesting because uh you know like i said ardman's done all this stuff and something that i i guess i uh pointed out in the last episode uh, was that there were little parts in the very beginning of the episode where you can tell it's stop motion. Um, just going to show Ardman's credit for being having been around for so long. This one's also all stop motion, but it's so much harder to notice. I, I oh yeah, I didn't. I barely noticed that it was stop motion. There's one little moment with the Jawa that was a little bit kind of jerky, but that's it. And then everything else is so smooth. It's definitely not so as jarring cool. as the other episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not to say that it had worse production value. Like production value is very similar for both, but it's just that kind of veteran status, right? Same thing with You've been doing uh, it for since the seventies. Yeah, like you know? like it has it been that long that they've been doing it? I'm just looking it up. Yeah, seventy two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, the humor and everything is very old school as well. That's fair. It's very. Like, if, I remember Wallace and Gromit having a lot of like things that went over my head as a kid. So mm-hmm. when I saw it again as an adult, I was just like, <laughs> I should laugh more. I was like, wait, God, that's that's old. Like that's sorry, sorry, <laughs> seventy two. It's a seventy two to eighty nine. They were mm-hmm. basically like um, in university doing the stop motion stuff, and that's when they started yeah. to do all these. Like they did, like that's when they came up with shorts. Yeah, all these shorts like the Wallace and Gromit stuff, and there's one called Take Heart. But uh, yeah, interesting stuff, man. Like they've been doing it for so long. You can tell by the clothes and everything they designed for the characters and everything, too, is very, very old time. Do you know where it's mm-hmm. based out of? Is it England? Should be. I'd okay. assume. Every, uh, everyone's oh, got a very... Bristol, yeah. Yeah, Bristol. There, there you go. go. So, you know, we're on the other side of the pond, so we don't know the UK as well. Uh, yeah. But I assume that's Britain. and or... Bristol yeah. Rovers. They have well, a football yeah. team. Something. Oh, yeah. Actually, you would know because you do. You yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know the difference between like what's Britain and what's Wales and uh, all that. Cardiff other. would be Wales. Oh, okay. So you think. Cardiff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, it, it looks great the entire way through. Um, I, I'm really curious. I'd love to see if there's a behind the scenes because I think the faces are clay, and I think everything else is like a, a different material prop. It really mm-hmm. looks like that um yeah overall great stuff uh i've got nothing to really say about any animation or anything like that it was all great um yeah the that's like a brief summary of of most of my thoughts it's driving me insane not knowing what that one ship is because i've seen it like twice <laughs> you put in a screenshot i couldn't i couldn't find it i was looking through the episode and i couldn't find it okay yeah i'll, I'll look it up while uh one of you guys sure 
states your own stuff as I yeah desperately I mean, on Disney. <laughs> since we talked about it last time, I've been like just looking at um some Wallace and Gromit clips just just for jokes. But it's Sean the Sheep. I remember seeing it, but I can't remember a damn thing about it. And it's like as I was looking through the studio today, I was just like, man, what? That seems so familiar. I know I can see the sheep in my head. Yeah, yeah. And everything with him, just like, but what the hell was it about? So like, I'm just trying to find clips of it now, just to see like, do I remember this? Did I There's tackle hysterically at this? Quick things while we're looking those up. The posters inside the the ship. There's posters yes. in the background. Um, there's also there's a BD one head. There is um, a poster of Harrison Dula, a poster of Wedge Antilles, a poster of season, um, I think it's a third episode, the one where they, they do the rock one in, in Visions, season one, mm-hmm. with the little chibi characters. There's like a, a, a poster for like the rock band there. And then, oh, from Tatooine Rhapsody. Yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody, thank you. There's another poster of like X-Wings flying around. And then next to it's like a sticker of Max Rebo on the keyboard. <laughs> um, there's that. There's a few... F- funny things that were kind of poured around like i mean wedge being a complete shill for, for merchandise oh, i thought yeah. it was so yeah. stupid but funny like you notice how he wouldn't he wouldn't have done that in canon but it's just so stupid and funny i love it so something i found at least from these first few episodes was that every you can tell people really liked rebels just because every evil imperial woman looks like a Rinda Price. Yeah, yeah. And even the mom and the daughter were just like, they're they're Price clones again. Like, did they did they finally discover the Kaminoan cloning technology? Like, every <laughs> it's been at least the last last episode with the sisters. This episode, I don't think the other the other two had anything like that. But it's just funny to see like, oh, evil quote-unquote evil imperial woman arinda price like that's the first one now how it used to be like you could get a tarkin or or somebody like that in Mm. that kind of stature or that kind of like speech and and inflection and everything like that was just clipped tarkin um brusque everything like that and now all of a sudden it's just like i don't know price is the new standard for females like okay i'll dig it (laughs) It, it was good. Fun. It's I'm glad, it definitely paints a picture. It's like, yeah, these guys are the bad guys. You know, like these are the antagonists of the episode. Yeah, like you, you'll notice it right away because we have that outside knowledge. Of, but even if somebody wasn't to, it's like, okay, the ship gives it away right away. Yeah. But like, she could just be snobby. But no, no, this, this screams evil. Um, <laughs> which, which led me to be like, I didn't watch Resistance except for like the first couple episodes. Just like, yeah, the same for me. But like, this gave me vibes of like, okay, if it was like this. There's a difference between tr- knowing where you are and trying to keep yourself as kitty as possible versus like trying to put some kind of espionage into it, but still being kitty, so not doing it well and just taking away from everything. Like, I thought Resistance was just about the race, the kind of the kind of thing, like a pod race sort of ship race kind of mm. show. I would have been fine with that. You didn't realize yeah, it was about but... the Resistance. No, just no. <laughs> Like it, it would have been fine if it was just yeah. that, but to have it be yeah. this as well was kind of just like, or well, to be espionage as well was kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. Like my, my, I still think my synopsis of Resistance is legitimate, where it is. Poe runs in. Poe runs into this guy named Kaz and hates him so much he decides to try and have him die as a spy. Because like pretty pretty well done. 
Yeah, none of none of it made none of the setup makes sense. As opposed to you know, at least in Rebels, it made sense why they're taking Ezra and doing all this stuff, and mm -hmm. you know. But this one is 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 a lot weirder. Um, oh, also, sorry, not to uh, disrail your your. Uh, uh, no, go thing, Ed, but uh, I I found these uh, the shot I was talking about. Uh, I just put it in uh, hosts, but yeah, top right. It's that ship, and I know I've seen it before. This is at least the third time I've seen it top because right? I remember how weird it looks. Oh yeah, yeah. that the wings are on top. It's oh, like a shop ship. It's a, I think it's yeah. a policing ship, isn't it? From um, ooh, it's from Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones, something like that. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Oh, I no, uh, no, it couldn't be. It's not the Cloud City stuff, but it's similar to that. Oh god. Yeah, I I cannot remember. Is it the clone? Is it the clone ships that come in and like guide them in to like from Episode Three? That's what I was just thinking as well, sure. but I just looked it up. No, it's not. No, they look very different. Well, when you find um, out, you need to let us know because that's gonna bug the shit out of me too. Oh, also the mantis. That's 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 so interesting design. It's just like it's like a mini mantis. mantis. 1.5 yeah. or something like that at this point because like th they've modified the cockpit so it's not at the front of the ship yeah 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 the, the bubble rounds right it it looks like when i saw it i immediately thought it looks like the micro machine version yeah that's what all <laughs> of these do the mantis <laughs> yeah i mean even like the the padme ship in the front the black one and then the one in the back they're all mini mantises or mini uh micro machine stuff Mm -hmm. like, um for especially for that one like I, at first at first i was thinking darth maul with the um the scimitar mm -hmm. kind of but the, it's got it's the it's the nacelles on the side yeah that give away the Naboo and yeah. cruiser which is it's so weird for it's like Naboo ship coruscant dromancos accent yeah rebels yeah <laughs> Right, it's just ev ev everything. But the it's like, um, what, yeah. what's your fever dream of a dark side? Yes. <laughs> okay, we'll run with it. Yeah. <laughs> there is a few things I wanted to bring up too. So we, there's a few more Easter eggs that I kind of found. So in the crowd, once the mom arrives to the, like the race field, there's mm -hmm. an alien that's the clawed alien, which I looked up, and it is called uh, Trodatome or Trodatome. However you want to say that. Okay. Okay. And he's just kind of standing there looking at them. Um, there's also balloons in the top right hand corner, uh, like a booth, and they're like porg balloons. Like they're just like cutouts of porgs. Yeah. There's also a couple of Gamorrean <laughs> guards just kind of chilling on the side of the track as well. Um, okay. the other thing that I thought this reminded me of so much is this here. It's called Wacky Races by Hanna Barbera back in the day. I used to watch the shit out of this show as a kid. Wacky Races. You will understand it as soon as you see it. Oh, I think I. I think, I've, yeah, it had, like, Scooby-Doo and yes, stuff. Yes, eventually it, too, right? it did. Like, but at, at first yeah. it had, like, you know, like the, the dog and, like, the weird wacky guy. Some, like, oh, remember these guys? Yeah. And it had, like, yeah. I never Bear. watched this, but I knew about it. Yeah, it's very similar to this. Like, the race and how it goes and all the wacky stuff that happens. Think of mm. the uh, Davy back fight. It's so similar mm -hmm. to that, right? In terms of, like, the the racing stuff they did on the on the ocean and stuff. Where it's like they did everything they could to kind of get ahead of the next person, and then it like kind of goes forward and comes back, goes forward. So if you've ever seen the Hanna Barbera show, Wacky Races or not, go watch it because it's very much similar to this. Um, in the beginning, when she has her lunch given to her by her mom, 
she like sprinkles a little bit of water on it and it turns from like a picture of her into like a bun i'm like yo that's well, obviously episode seven stuff when like ray pours the thing mm. onto the thing and makes the bread rehydration food. Yeah, yeah exactly so i thought that was pretty cool um we get some new aliens that i've never seen before in it but i thought uh it did a very good job at making it you know like the race look actually like a race and it wasn't so slow we're working mm. with stop motion i mean that's got to be pretty mm. hard to do um but yeah no it kind of that ship kind of looks like a modified moldy crow right it's just with like it's like better it's wings like half, <laughs> it's like half a lat or a, or a flattened lat with yeah half cut off. there's the crow fuck like i'm looking through a bunch of them right now and it's just like it, it's it, literally it, driving me insane yeah i'm looking it up too i'm just like yo what is this bunch called of them that like you could kind of half put together that's fucking mm. weird i i, but I like exactly. it because it, it also reminded me of um like a, almost like the mantis or the razor cutter and almost like uh the bounty hunter ship in swotor yeah but I will, the, I will um, post it on this episode um, yeah. when I post the episode. And if a, cu- uh, a customer, <laughs> if a listener. Look at you, Wedge. No, no, no. It's because it's I've been at work all week and my brain has been like, I've been c- talking to customers all week. And uh, oh my God, my brain just can't get out of that. So yeah, if a listener knows uh, what the ship's called or can find an image of it somewhere for us to kind absolutely. of investigate, let Save us know. Us, please. Because it's going to bug us for the rest of our lives. Unless we did a full watch through, that would that might help. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the um, cast, I guess. So we have Maxine Peake as Kalina Kalfas. This is the mother, and she has been in a few things: one, uh, a theory of everything, Funny Cow, Keeping Rosie, and Messiah the Harrowing, as well as like a whole bunch of other stuff in the early two thousands um, as well. And we got um, a three Charithra. Chandran, sorry, I'm trying to pronounce these names without butchering them, um, as Ennis Kuleen Kalfas, which is the daughter, and she's known for Class S, Alex Ryder, Bridgerton, if you've seen that, and I think that's on Netflix, and then How to Date Billy Walsh, so a few shows there. We also have Daisy Haggard, who is Dorota Van Ripa, which is the mom, and she plays uh, the Ministry Lift voice for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows movie. Hmm. She plays Back to Life, I Give It a Year, and Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. She plays Lift as well in that voice for that character. Um, oh, the, the actual, the actual. Lift. In the, oh, okay. In the no, I, I heard, I heard I read Ministry Lift. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a person in the Ministry named Lift, but it's the actual <laughs> voice in the elevator, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. There you go. Uh, which would make sense with the accent, right? <laughs> Um, so we got uh, B.B. Cave, who plays uh, Julian Von Riepel, which is the daughter of the villain, and uh, or the other antagonist, I guess. Tale of Tales on Chesil Beach, Great Expectations, and Victoria, as well as a few, quite, quite a few other credits um, to her name as well. Um, and the last one we get is an obvious choice, Dennis Lawson, who actually plays Wedge Antilles in episode 456, and like squadrons and you name mm-hmm. it. Anytime there's a voice role for Dennis or for uh, Wedge Antilles, it's usually Dennis Lawson. So he's also been in The Machine. I didn't know he was part of that movie, but he's Thompson in The Machine, um, as well Thompson. as a whole bunch of other movies if you want to look at his IMDb for those. But yeah, that's all the actors. I, I feel like there's more because his friends, like the 
the you know the Wookiee makes sounds and then the little like green alien guy is talking too. So I'm not sure who does that. Um, mm. but it wasn't it wasn't credited from what I could find. But uh, any other any other points, guys? It helped hmm. to know the classic. <laughs> I know, right? Because there's still I, I've, I have looked up Star Wars, gunboat, Star Wars, gunship, Star I have Wars, high wing ship, Star I have Wars, an idea. boat ship. Let me let me pull the image that you have saved, okay, and do a reverse Google search for that ship. <laughs> In terms of the episode itself, uh, honestly, no. I, I think the highlight of this for me, outside of the animation and just the looks, is just like we said before that humor hits so hard it hits so well it's so good um, it it's yeah they they they've like mastered um that kind of like dry slightly unexpected um sl vaguely slapstick um humor and it just it works so so nice oh very much so very much so it makes me almost wonder i don't know if like i can't imagine what they would do but if like if Python ever did a, a Star Wars, oh my episode. days, I would like, love it. <laughs> How manic would sing. that be? I don't want to be a Jedi. <laughs> I'm looking at this, this ship. One day, apprentice, all this will be yours. What the curtains? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, the galaxy! <laughs> Stand here. Droid, make yeah. sure he doesn't leave this. Room. Oh god, I fucking love that bit. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, so we're gonna do nothing if he tries to leave the room. No, you're gonna stop him if he's leaving the room. <laughs> and then he right. goes to leave, and they start to follow him. No, <laughs> oh god, Python. I'm after this episode. I'm probably just gonna, gonna go watch and, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just chain a bunch of episodes together. So good. I'm trying to find oh. this ship too. We're gonna sit here know, for like it, hours. It's like it doesn't exist. I don't understand. It's something that we've it seen. It really before. could be something that they just done on their own. And we're no, just, it's if, not. If Absolutely it not. A, if it turns out to be a full Mandela effect, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, no, it's not. It's definitely not. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, where's the? Sh I'm just looking up shuttle ships because I, I believe it was a shuttle. Yeah, I, I literally have landing craft on right now. Like, Is it this? God, is it something we would have seen in the old Republic? I it's similar to the Sith Imperial Assault Shuttle, but it's not <laughs> that from Swotor. God, it's I, I, my brain. I know, because all all the Imperial ones have the top uh, top fin with their landing craft. And you wouldn't want to, you can race a lot. That can be stupid if you try to do that. <laughs> um, do, do we see it actually in the race? Uh, no, no, it's no. behind. So, yeah. Those two ships at the back, we never actually see them. God damn it. Try to reverse Google search and it just pulled nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Been great if Wedge went around describing the ships as it gone through. What's it? this is? Let's see. Let's see. Let's do it this way. The 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 direct search now. Visions. Not that one. Well, I think we're gonna have to call it here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. We'll there come back also to it. Kurt, 
the mom's welding uh, welding mask was just a Mandalorian. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah Mandalorian mask. Yeah, that's good. Good call. All right, guys. I think let's uh, round off with the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you for listening so much for this episode. We really enjoyed it. Um, surprisingly, enjoyed it more after the discussion than I did watching it. Um, but I really, really think that we all had a good time with uh, Arvin's animation on the stop motion stuff with the Wallace and Gromit-esque appearance, which was cool. But uh, Ed, how can the fans send us their voice to get on the podcast and tell us what they thought? You have multiple ways of doing so. If you miss any of the following, please check out voiceoftheforce.com where all this information is posted, where you can also see our merch shop, which is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Um, but to get in contact with us, you can reach us by email. That is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. We are on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us following the handle at voiceforcepod. Any retweets or reposts of our new episode tweets or something cool we've seen tweets or whatever tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated if you do so. We are also on Twitch, so if you have nothing to do on a Tuesday night, on a Friday night, come check us out. We'll be glad to chat with you. That is twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. We always have funny nights, great nights there, so please, please tune into those. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave us a five-star review it, and a comment, it does help with visibility so that when you tell your friends, anybody else, they'll be able to find us that much faster. And if you do follow or subscribe on any of those platforms, as soon as we up, release an episode, you'll see it. It'll be great. Thank you so much, Ed and Noma. And remember, your mom will always embarrass you. I love her anyways. Bye.